0: Let the games
1: begin. You're listening to Malcolm Benji's podcast. Find us at malkinbenji.blogspot.com. Hello and welcome to Malcolm Benji's World Events. I'm Malk and I'm Benji, uh, and today we're going to be talking about something which has rocked the pop culture uh, world to its very foundations, um, equal parts, uh, promising and potentially devastating. Uh, do you want to kick in with what this whole shenanigan is all about? Jimmy, sorry.
0: Oh, oh, too soon, too
1: soon, too, too soon, too soon. Too soon. Um, I was trying
0: to think of something else that was in the news and do a whole yeah. double bluff thing. But that, so yeah. for the, for those
1: of you who are listening to this podcast in twenty years, you've forgotten all about it. A horrifying reminder of uh, of what was going on. No, the uh, yeah. the news um, is, uh, is 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 um, George Lucas, uh, long time podcast listener, big fan of Malcolm veggie, <laughs> um, has finally decided to take our advice. <laughs> um, uh, and not only is he retiring, which was announced um, some time ago, um, replacing himself with Kathleen Kennedy. Uh, more of which later. Is he
0: not digitally replacing himself with Hayden Christensen?
1: Um, I think he might be, but or in retirement, time. so it's, ah, it's right, not going to affect too much. much. It. Uh, he has Lucasfilm, his life's work, along with all of his properties, so um, Star Wars, yeah, uh, to, uh, to to the Disney, Disney. Corporation. Yeah old uncle walt yeah so uh yeah big news big news yeah any hope of uh of jewish jedi in the future thrown out the window <laughs> um yeah uh, george lucas has sold lucasfilm uh, and all its subsidiaries including skywalker sound um thx and industrial light and magic to uh, to the walt disney corporation uh for a cool 4.5 billion dollars which again you know in the, in the current day, in 2012, uh, it's a lot of money. I know in yeah. in 20 years it won't be, but uh, but in the current time, it is um, a hell of a lot of money. Yeah. So uh, so what does what does this hold for the future of uh, of Star Wars and uh, and Lucasfilm and, and all the fans thereof? I think it's good. I think it can only be good. Do you? Yes. It can only be good. It can only be. Have good. you seen Aladdin three: The Return of Jafar? Yes. It can still only be good. Okay. Put it this way. The worst
0: thing that can happen right now is Disney makes a Star Wars movie mm-hmm. and it's rubbish. Mm-hmm. I've I've gotten used over the last decade to ignoring certain parts of the franchise when I need to. Okay, um, it's very selfish of me, but I can pick and choose which bits I want to enjoy. Fair enough. The flick of a switch, so I, I'll not be using anything new. Okay, um, and I'm I trust in the Mouse House. I do. They they they've impressed me enough recently.
1: Uh, anyone who's yeah. ever even brushed past Mark in the street will know that Mark is a huge Marvel fan um, and l- long time <laughs> listeners to the podcast will know this That's very well. It's not
0: the only reason I trust in the most. Well, no, no. Yeah, but it's the uh, biggest but one, they, yeah. they
1: so far, I mean, after really just one movie, um, yeah. but what a movie, they've, they've proven to be very trustworthy when it comes to uh, buying franchises.
0: Yeah. Well, all, all they did was they bought it and they, they just left Kevin Feige alone. Well, absolutely, yeah. yeah and then so. similarly with, with the comics and stuff, they left uh, Joe Quesada and all those guys alone. And okay. Saying, yeah, keep making comics. Um, give your money to us now.
1: Fair enough, fair enough. So if, uh, if George worked. Lucas had sold yeah. Lucasfilm but not retired, you think it might not be such a positive thing, but now that he's done what we've always suggested so, he yeah. do and stick to the story yeah. and leave the scripting and directing to someone better, then yeah. you think a positive thing? I think a positive thing. Okay.
0: Although, I mean, to be honest, I think despite everything we've said about George in the past on the podcast... It's a surprising turnaround for me. I, th- I think if if he's shown this kind of level of willing to let other people play with his toys, and even if he hadn't sold it and retired, you know, see, it feels to me like he's finally seen the light anyway, and he's kind of he's being more collaborative. Possibly, possibly. So yeah. Th- I think I think the George of 1979 and uh, 1982 is back. Um, <laughs> The, the one that said other people can make the well, p- film? Well,
1: perhaps not the George of 1982. Um, well, yeah. We'll, we'll discuss that in a bit. But, um, yeah, no, hopefully, yeah that's, yeah, that's it. He's letting... I mean, he said one of the reasons why he's standing down, one of the reasons why he's selling it onto Disney is because he wants his legacy reintroduced to a younger generation again. Audiences, but of filmmakers and of, uh, of the, the creative uh, uh, crew yeah. behind, uh, behind the camera. Um, so, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a really noble thing to do. Because um, at, what, 65, I think he is? No, um, how how in touch can he be with what younger audiences want? You know, I mean, Phantom Menace proves that he <laughs> doesn't know what younger audiences want. Um, <laughs> you know, trade disputes. Kids love trade disputes. Yeah. Um, you know, the number of times I've walked um, in to find my eight-month-old watching uh, BBC Parliament, it's it's remarkable. Yeah. Oh, they're all over it. Absolutely.
0: Almost as much as amphibian racism. That's that's, <laughs> that's, um, that, that's about the only thing that's higher. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, um, yeah, um, other news very much linked to this is the news of uh, a new Star Wars trilogy yeah. uh, starting in 2015, which is so soon it had me salivating when I first heard yeah. the news. Um, so only three short years to wait for the next Star Wars film, despite in 2005 being told there's never going to be another Star yeah. Wars film. Um, so again, you know, the, the last sort of seven years have really sort of tempered his you know public backlash goes and if he's not creating them then he doesn't get a lot of that public backlash that's true yeah um i say public backlash you know fan backlash yeah a public backlash of species. film's fine <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so yeah so that's that's i'm really looking forward to that he's uh, he's storyboarded them out he's given them well not storyboarded them but he's given them a a story treatment outline, yeah. uh, and they're then going to uh, to write uh, and, and and assign directors um, for those films, which again, the last time that happened was The Empire Strikes Back, and that is the best of the Star Wars films, and yeah. anyone that doesn't agree with us um, is wrong. You know, yeah. I hate to say it, it's <laughs> black and white terms, but they're, they're wrong. Yeah. Um, Return of the Jedi, he didn't direct, but he, he did hire a director who was much more malleable in Richard Marquand. And again, you know, I don't hold truck with anyone who slags off Return of the Jedi um, it's not as Nothing good as Empire, wrong Ewoks. but it's still a very, very good film. Um, and so Richard Marquand, for whatever you know, however he much he he succumbed to Lucas's whim, it's still a very good film, and he did a very good job. And God rest yeah. his soul, you know, he should be proud of of what he did. I, um, I
0: still think he he had the best lightsaber fight. I know are we get into that. Yeah, we're getting into that.
1: He didn't. He did. Empire Strikes Back. No, it's more emotional. Of Jedi, it's not more, more emotional. It is more emotional. The, the, it's far more no. drama to it.
0: In the Return of the Jedi, they both know. Luke knows he's fighting his dad. Spoilers. He's, he's just oh, for <laughs> Pete's sake. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No, okay. Yeah. Anyway,
1: there is there is that.
0: The, both Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi have the two best lightsaber fights. In. Yes. Absolutely. Go. We um, can agree yeah. on that.
1: Um, through all the good choreography of, uh, of Darth Maul, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, the I fights think, are better. I,
0: we, we do need to say that, actually. For the record, the the, the visual flair, yes, I think the is, choreography is, is at the best in the fights themselves, in one to three. But the, the from a from a dramatic standpoint, basically, basically, yeah, Luke and Vader yeah. are, are the best. That's, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, which is probably again because it's father and son. Whereas when it when it's you know, yeah. Renton and Rob
1: Roy and <laughs> and Toad from the X Men. <laughs> it
0: looks awesome, but you're not really ours. Who wins? You know no. I mean?
1: <laughs> uh, going back a little bit to the to the history of the uh, of the, the chapters of the Star Wars saga. Um, just before we move back to to Lucasfilm in general and the and the, uh, the merger. Time is like,
0: so non-linear with Star Wars.
1: I know. I'm so confused. It's very. Is confusing. it one, two,
0: and three? Is it four, five, and six? I mean, when
1: I when I refer to the first <laughs> Star Wars, I mean Episode Four: A New Hope. Yeah. Um, but not a lot of people agree, so when I talk about it, it does yeah. get very confusing. But uh, it was it I was... like
0: messing with people and just calling it Star Wars. Yeah, you know, as opposed to Indiana Jones and the Star Wars as a threat yeah. reactive. No. Sorry, um, I've gone. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was 1994 um, when George Lucas started writing uh, *Phantom Menace*, um, and there was a whole slew of uh, of Star Wars paraphernalia and Star Wars memorabilia being released. And I had this uh, CD-ROM. Um, for uh, Windows 3.1, I think it was at the time. Uh, Yeah, Windows 95 hadn't even come out. And it was this CD-ROM full of sounds and screensavers and all these sort of extras for your computer. Your your startup could be, you know, Yoda saying something wise and your your, your ending sound when you log off Windows could be Darth Vader or something. And it had this screensaver. And and the screensaver was the title uh, crawl, the the, the text crawl from uh, uh, Star Wars. Um, and you could edit it to be your own text. It was really cool. Awesome. It was a really cool yeah. over And if you let it run for 15 minutes, um, it came up with a short message from George Lucas where he basically announced the new Star Wars films. Oh. And he said, I've gone back to writing the episodes one, two, and three, which tell the story of Obi-Wan and Anakin as younger men. Um, because he'd always envisioned... Four, five and six as the middle part of a nine part series. Now yeah. this is 1994 when he started writing Phantom Menace. Um, so later in the early 2000s after Attack of the Clones came out and he said episode three is the last one because I always envisioned it as the story of Darth Vader. And when Darth Vader dies, that's the end. He's talking out of his backside. Yeah. Um, again, through all the good that he's done, he's also a little bit inconsistent with his publicity. Yeah. Um, and and then nothing, nothing happened.
0: I still maintain he didn't know that Vader was Luke's dad when he wrote the first. Well, one. Well, he
1: didn't. He absolutely didn't. And there's a lot of proof out there to to, to suggest yeah.
0: that. Well, even just the fact that Vader's totally Tarkin's bitch. Yeah, <laughs> he's, yeah. he's just taking orders. And if, you if know.
1: Luke's making that yeah. much sort of uh, you know yeah. subtext, erotic subtext between Luke and Leia, yeah. and he knew if, they were brother and sister, like the, I don't want him no, to ruin my sister. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so he announced the the nine parts in as as, as recently as 1994 at the beginning mm-hmm. of the prequel trilogy uh, creative process, and then afterwards he said, "There's no more. That's it. The end of the story." Um, so now he's saying that there are. Well, now he's saying that he's story plotting mm-hmm. three more films. So mm-hmm. is this stuff that he's pulling out of his you know no, behind well, his couch, or is this stuff that he's always thought should be the the final trilogy in the in the Star Wars nine part saga?
0: I think. No, I, th- I think that the idea is kicking around. I think when he says things like "I've always envisioned it," he's maybe exaggerating a little. Yeah, I think sometimes he goes, "Oh well, I could go here, but ah, I can't really be bothered." Don't you, uh-huh. you? know. So I don't think it's as um, it's as f- f- laid out as he sometimes makes it sound. No, absolutely not. But uh, I think he's always been open. I mean, there have been rumours flying around about seven, eight, and nine for. Um, you know, well, for that's decades, that's far so, yeah. further back than, than then, you they know, they were so,
1: certainly amongst um you know sort of fanboy circles. They were stamped yeah. out when Lucas said there will be, there will no, be more. no more. Yeah, um, and maybe people thought once he died and the company had been bequeathed to his uh, his heirs yeah. in you know 2050 or whenever, they might sell it off and people would make more. Yeah. Um, but to do it in his own lifetime and to be so actively yeah. involved in certain, you know, not the making of, but the, the planning of yeah. uh, the trilogy—that's that's definitely a turnabout. If you,
0: if you, my, my favorite phrase is when he keeps uh, saying in the, in the latest press press release with this announcement, he keeps saying, uh, I, "I'm so excited to see Star Wars handed off to a new generation mm-hmm. and to be," which I think is great, and it's a lovely sentiment. And it's like the you know. Well, you handed it off to a new generation when you made it, and then you didn't listen to us when we asked for the <laughs> yeah. when we asked for the proper Blu-rays. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. So it's, I'm pleased that he's finally made his mind up. <laughs> I could have done with him doing it five years ago, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, sorry, drifting right. into negative territory there. Comes just
1: just to stay on that yep. track. I mean, I don't need the original Star Wars Blu-rays. He put them on DVD, um, and you know, I I appreciate him for that. I do.
0: Yeah, that's true. The, yeah, the fact that
1: they were extras is neither here nor there. It's the proper films, un, unadapted, yeah. you know, as they and were released in the original years. It was
0: as much as it's sort of popular and fun for us to just sort of rally against him as this kind of internet hate figure mm-hmm. that he's <laughs> that he's become. You know, this is after years of him saying, no, when I make the changes, this is the definitive version. I want rid of the old ones. Yeah. And then he did actually release them on on, on, DVD, DVD, on a know, digital which, format that we can you know, all enjoy on our which, current hardware. Yeah, he, he said he would never do it. Yeah. He said, do you know what, if you feel that strongly about it, I'll
1: do it. Absolutely.
0: Which is more than a lot of the diehard fanboys would do in the forgiving. Absolutely, so yeah. yeah actually, there was a, yeah. a
1: website called originaltrilogy.com that were petitioning yeah. him to do this, and when he did, they started complaining that it didn't have, you know, <laughs> it, it looked a bit grainy in the sounds. <laughs> in, <laughs> Well, what do you want? Do you want yeah. the originals or do you not? You know, you you tell me what yeah. year you want it to go to. So yeah, um, to to backtrack on our on our slagging off of George Lucas, which is yeah. all done as as big Star Wars fans, yes. you know, he has done some good stuff. Um, and while we're on the subject of George Lucas being good, I, I mentioned earlier, um, he yeah. sold Lucasfilm to Disney for four and a half billion dollars. Oh yes, um, and he's donated just over four billion dollars of that to the education charity that he started, um, which is is you know. Aimed at helping raise um, education standards in in schools in America, um, and possibly even worldwide, I'm not sure. Um, It's called Edutopia. Uh, is is the name? But if you Google Edutopia George Lucas, you can find the details of that. But that
0: yeah, that's a planet in the new trilogy. Yeah,
1: but that that does deserve um, real kudos to George Lucas. You know, for all the for all the CG tinkering that we that we slag off. Yeah, um, he he clearly is it's a humanitarian.
0: A, a, a lovely bloke. Yeah, him and yeah. Bill
1: Gates are the only billionaires that actually give their money back. You know, yeah. so bravo to that.
0: Absolutely, hats off.
1: Okay, yeah. so um. We, I mentioned earlier on in the podcast that um, he's replaced himself as the president of Lucasfilm with Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. This isn't, this isn't part of the new uh, announcement. This was announced a few months yeah, back. Yeah, this was... Yeah. Um, Kathleen Kennedy, of course, who... Um, has had a very long and successful working relationship with George Lucas, uh, with uh, Steven Spielberg. See, I beg your yeah. pardon. Uh, as his producer, she yeah, produced. She's, um, I was going to say
0: she's more more associated with Indiana Jones than Star Wars. Uh,
1: well, Indiana yeah. Jones is a Lucas yeah. film, isn't it? Yeah, it's Lucas film. Yeah, um, but she uh, she yeah. did E.T., um, I think she did Close Encounters. Uh, let me just see if I can pull up her uh, her IMDb page. Um, right, here's a list of her. Credits as producer: A select list. Um, Tintin, Lincoln, Warhorse, Arietti—the uh, English language version. That's oh, the yeah. Studio Ghibli film. Uh, the Curious Case of Benjamin Button, Indiana Jones 4, um, which you can't really blame her it's for. Okay. Uh, Munich, good. War of the Worlds, Sea Signs, Jurassic Park 3, um, uh, The Sixth Sense, Jurassic Park: Lost World, Roger Rabbit, Twister. Uh, Congo, which is based on a Michael Crichton book, uh, The Flintstones, which is rubbish now, but I loved it as a kid. Shindler's List, <laughs> Jurassic Park, um, Alive about the uh, the um, the, the Argentinian yeah. football team who get trapped and eat each other. Yeah. Sorry, spoilers. Uh, I Hook, know. Here was you getting on at me about I know. Martin Scorsese's <sighs> remake of Cape Fear, uh, Back to the Future, um, Arachnophobia, Gremlins Two, Joe versus the Volcano, Always. Um, batteries Not Included Empire of the Sun Inner Space An American Tale will Goes West An American Tale uh, The Color Purple Back to the Future 1 The Goonies Fandango Gremlins uh, All the Indiana Jones Poltergeist and yeah E.T. was the first film that she yeah. worked on with Steven Spielberg so when you look at her filmography um, there are a lot of real successes there mm-hmm. she knows what she's doing as a producer
0: and a lot in the kind of the sort of You know, the family-friendly adventure. The the Star Wars You know, exactly where you want Star
1: Wars to be. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, Schindler's List, real family-friendly films. Well, I said a lot. I didn't say all. Come on. (laughs) Get on my back. Yeah, Um, so so the the news of of her um, taking over as the head of Lucasfilm is really, um, really sort of, for me, it's the biggest point of optimism. It's the biggest thing that says these new Star Wars films could be good because she's holding the reins. Um, And she clearly knows good films.
0: Yeah. And as discussed, I think we can trust Disney not to start telling her what to do. Yeah, you know, she it, if she if she is onto Lucasfilm as Kevin Feige is onto Marvel Studios, then we're looking at a winner. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Twenty fifteen is going to be a big year. It is big, big year. Is but it Avengers 2, 2015? Avengers two um, new Star Wars film. Yeah, so basically Disney's making all the money. Yep. in twenty fifteen, and I think Warner Bros is going to try. And get Justice, Justice League. League out.
1: Okay. Well, uh, there's the, the Batman I reboot will six. be out by then, so there could be a Batman 2 on the uh, horizon on the road, as well. Yeah.
0: Um, so, yeah, it's going to be a big yeah. sum. And will we'll we'll, the, we'll, 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 we'll
1: the Hobbit 3? 3... No, it'll be the year before, won't it? Hobbit 3 will be 2014. 2014. is the yeah. new Hobbit, yeah. Um, in fact, there's only going to be a six month gap between Hobbit 2 and Hobbit 3. Yeah. So, it could be. I mean, that'll be 2014. Yeah, it'll be summer, summer of 2014. 2014 yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we'll have a. That's magic. So we're in Middle Earth, you know, in, yeah. in, in the summer. Yeah, if, and then if you can't we, wait for Star Wars. We've don't just worry. got a year to wait, and then we're yeah. back to the galaxy far, far away. Absolutely. That's brilliant. Good. It's good time to be it's a geek. Golden. Isn't it? It really yeah. Is. Golden time.
1: <laughs> um, um, so yeah, so talking yeah. about uh, about Avengers, talking about Star Wars, talking about Disney, basically buying yeah. up all these external properties. This is another one of the reasons why I'm uh, staying quite positive about news, um, is because. In recent years, who have, who have they bought? They've bought Pixar. Yep. Now, they always had a, a working relationship with Pixar, Absolutely, right yeah. from Pixar's first feature-length film, Toy Story, in '94. Um, but now they own Pixar. The films they've made are Toy Story 3, yep. which was amazing. Yep. So much better than a third part of a Disney series should be.
0: Well, again, comparing it to Aladdin and the. Yeah, Aladdin <laughs> 3, Little Mermaid 3, and, yeah. and you know all <laughs> yeah. those kinds of things.
1: Lion King 3, I think, was actually. Um, no, that was still terrible. That was yeah, still absolutely was. terrible. Lion King 2 was ha-
0: halfway acceptable, but not 3. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so,
1: yeah, so um, uh, Pixar has done some good work. Cars 2, which, you know, man, I. I, I Nah, yeah. um, Brave, which I haven't seen, but which got reasonably positive it's, reviews. You know, three, four good, stars yeah. out of five. Maybe not Toy Story three level, but certainly good. Was was up done after
0: the? No, up was before. Up was before. Was Toy um, Story three the first? I think one Toy Story
1: like... three maybe started production before they bought it out because yeah. these things take like five years to make. Yeah, uh, but certainly it was it was released under right, the yeah. auspices of Disney. Um, they also bought the Muppets. Um, yep. And the Jason Segel penned Muppets film this year um, was actually really good. A lot of Muppet diehards, which I'm you know I'm not yeah. a Muppet diehard, a lot of Muppet diehards don't like Disney owning the Muppets because they yeah. say that they've they've messed with the formula. They don't sound right. They don't move right. The their level of yeah. humor isn't in keeping with Jim Henson's sort of vision. But I I I don't see it myself. No, I disagree. Know, I, yeah. I, I, the, there's one gag in the new
0: Muppet movie that didn't sit right with me, and the, that, that was the fart shoes. Which oh, I like the, the fart no, shoes. I, I did. I, I like the gag. But I did think it was out of place in a Muppet movie. I don't remember there being toilet humor in a Muppet movie. But that's
1: Fuzzy Bear. Fuzzy yeah. Bear is the one with all the bad jokes. And yeah. The fact that no one laughed at the fart shoes is, is, yeah. is the punchline to that joke. Absolutely. And I, I think
0: if the fart shoes is the worst consequence of the Disney takeover, absolutely, that, that's a pretty good. Now,
1: I, we're yeah. being kind of hypocritical, I suppose, because you know yeah. Muppet diehards out there are going to slag off things that we don't see, and we slag off things in that, Star Wars, Star Wars, yeah. And, yeah, and Marvel. But still, I think that the the Muppet film was a success, and and I think you know Disney have done well there. Um, And they've also, as everyone knows, they bought Marvel, um, Mm -hmm. and their first sort of film that they released in the Marvel over was uh, was the Avengers, which of course was a huge success, brilliantly made. um, Not the best uh, comic book adaptation of the year, in the opinion of some. Hands down, the best comic book adaptation of the year. Some still prefer uh, a certain a certain dark uh, night. Sort of it's not character. even the
0: best Chris Nolan Batman film. Oh shush!
1: <laughs> yes, it is it's the second best by a narrow margin. Stop it! It's much better Stop than the one we Stop it. With Ledger in. And tidy up. <laughs> um, so anyway, so you've, you've got the Avengers there, yeah. which is is easily one of the top three films of the year so far. Yes, um, Hobbit's not out yet, so it could be one of the top four. But you yeah. know, um, it's it's up there. And, I, and I think Hobbit's going to beat
0: Avengers, um, but Avengers is still going to be better than. Oh, never mind. We're going back. No, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, um yes yeah, so, so, so yes, Disney Disney are doing well, yes, even so. though they have the appearance of a of a faceless money grabbing multinational, they know enough, maybe it is a money grabbing thing that they're finally yeah. realizing that hire good filmmakers and you get good films, exactly yeah, it's a fact it's, that's alluded to Hollywood for thirty years, but maybe maybe Disney are finally caught on onto it
0: this is the thing this is and stuff like success, stories like Star Wars back in the seventies and then Avengers this year uh-huh. show that you can make something. That has mass appeal, that you know has a low enough age rating that you can get the kids in the theaters. And Absolutely, and, yeah. You know, and it and it's g- general appeal. You know, it's not a niche, and it's still really good. You, yeah. you still put thought into the characters and the story and the filmmaking. Absolutely, and, and you, it still makes all the money. So you can actually, yeah. it's one of the few industries in which it is possible for everyone to be a winner. I and completely you, agree. All, all yeah. too alarmingly often they're not you know yeah. you've got things Michael Bay <clears throat> yeah well I was going to say you've got things like uh, John Carter making no money whatsoever despite being really good yeah and things like Transformers 3 making a billion
1: dollars which to all intended purposes <laughs> yeah. didn't have a script so yeah. Um, yeah
0: but then but then you've got the Avengers Dark Knight films yeah Inception uh, yeah yeah um,
1: uh, Anything with Lord Joshua of the Rings, Chris Nolan, Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I mean, you on what Peter Jackson as well. King Kong was really, really good. Yeah. It didn't make any money apparently, but it was really, really good. I, I, um, think, I
0: think it made money, but it, cost it didn't make so it enough. Much to, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it, it didn't offset. Um, which is the same with John Carter. I think it wasn't that nobody saw it. I'm but fairly few enough people certain saw John it.
1: Carter didn't make his money no, back. No, it. It lost money. Yeah. On, Whereas King Kong did. Yeah, it just didn't make enough back to recoup to, to marketing yeah, to, and to, distribution to and all justify a sequel. Yeah. Um, so yeah, hopefully this you know the, the, the twenty teens and the twenty twenties when we get there will be a new golden age of story driven cinema and talent driven cinema. Yeah. Um and, and really you know you can't blame the studios, it's up to us as audiences. Go and see yeah. good films and good films get made. Um just uh, you know going back to talking about star wars and the family friendliness yeah. you know even if you were uh, if you you know if you're subtle enough with your incest and your casual racism you, know, <laughs> you can still make a great film you know darth vader the only black guy in the galaxy well, he's long, the bad guy apart from landor Rizzian. who was who betrays everyone yeah. <laughs> tra- <laughs> tra- <laughs> so yeah so, uh, so we're looking at basically disney uh, being so far a really trustworthy pair of hands to be dealing with these franchises that we know and love yeah. um, we're looking at Kathleen kennedy with a few minor blips you know Indie Joan, Indie 4. Um, Again, being, I'm not blaming her. No, you can't blame her. Um, being <laughs> a, really, a really sort of uh, um, able and, and and forward-thinking producer. You know, she's got yeah. such gold on her resume. Um, there are obviously um, reasons to be fearful, mm-hmm. um, such as George Lucas is still very much involved. Yeah. Um, and is it the George Lucas of old, or is it the George Lucas of, of money?
0: Well, there's probably a bit of both. Yeah, I mean, I t- it, like I he, you- he gives
1: he gives all his money away. So hopefully, it's the George Lucas of old. It's the George Lucas that cares about films and yeah. story.
0: Well, I'm, I mean, I, as a diehard Star Wars film fan, I'm very very excited about what's to come. But I know there's a a cast of of Star Wars fans that I'm not amongst, which is the expanded universe. Of course, yeah, and the, m- most of the expanded universe, certainly in the 90s and early 90s. Uh, certainly the, the books and comics that were coming out pre-prequels, if mm-hmm. you like all dealt with a post-Return of the Jedi yes. universe. And these new films might suddenly render
1: the canon. Now, there, there's something closer to that, actually. There was a yeah. series of books uh, in the late 90s, early noughties, which dealt with Boba Fett's background. Yes. Um, and they were retconned by Attack of the Clones. Yeah uh ostensibly and the books were I mean, I've not read them I've not read any uh, star wars novels for I've quite a long time the, since I was a kid the one trilogy but have you but,
0: yeah um
1: uh but that angered a lot of fans of that particular yeah. you know, author and that particular book series um and that's another thing you know obviously the 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 expanded universe is going to be um, yeah. gotten rid of essentially i mean chewbacca will no longer be dead yes i hope i hope spoiler Oh, I don't care. It, oh, right. Oh, so you, you, you sorry. can't. You can. No, no, no. They kill Chewie. Um, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, not... that's, that's a betrayal well, of the fans.
0: That was actually the, the one. Apparently, that really angered Lucas. Oh, did it? He, he, but he, but he.
1: He has. He has last word on all the stuff.
0: Well, yes, but he apparently the in the first wave of books, he was a lot more relaxed about it. Um, uh, um, t- until they killed
1: Chewie, right? And then he stepped um, in. And, and then and he said, said,
0: "Right, from now on, unless I've stamped it, uh-huh. it I don't know how true that is. That right. might be urban myth." So a guy I used to work with told me at one C-3PO contracting
1: robot aids from R2-D2, that was... That was oh, that, that, then, was, was that was his idea. Oh, right, okay. Fair was, yeah,
0: um, but, um, yeah, no, um, app- See, yeah, so apparently that was the story that fair made George enough. Lucas say, right, right, from now on, you ask me first. Okay. Because um, I suppose that was his dog. Yes, <laughs> it was. <wasn't? laughs> yeah, you know, that's yeah, kind of a personal... Of yeah, yeah. all the characters to kill <laughs> it's a very personal
1: attack. Yeah. Really, yeah. So, uh, so yes, yeah, so the, the expanding universe is essentially gone, which I don't mind because there's there's enough... In the world of fiction, you know, especially I'm... science fiction, for alternative universes and... and... You know, Marvel's got the What If series, and DC's yeah. got the Worlds and yeah, Battlestar have Galactica had a reboot. So, yeah. yeah, there's plenty of of, of room for alternate timelines and, and different interpretations no, of, of
0: the Nobody's going to be going back and burning all the books no, and taking them away. You'll no. always have those books. Yeah, for all
1: we know, and I hope I'm wrong, but that universe never existed, so you get to choose which one you agree yeah. with and when. You know, you can go yeah. from the books to the films, and, you know, today I'm a book man, tomorrow I'm a film man, so yeah, don't, don't get angry about it, you know, chill out. Talking um, of uh, um,
0: expanded universe... But b- before
1: we get on to that, sorry, I want right. to say my other reason for being nervous about the oh, new right, trilogy okay. is because we've now got the prequels where Jake Lloyd was Anakin, where Jar Jar yeah. Binks existed, where all this dumb stuff happened that we don't like. That is canon. Uh-huh. That exists. So when we get to 7, 8, and 9, is Luke going to start spouting about midi chlorians? Um, you know, yeah. are, are the Jedi going to be all sort of, you know, wussy yeah. kind of bureaucrats as opposed to the really cool Buddhist monks that they were in in the original trilogy? Are we going to have a lot of bleed over from the prequels into the sequels of all the rubbish stuff that we adult fans don't like yeah. or need? Um, that, that's a worry for me.
0: I don't think it's going to happen.
1: Again, because
0: although George Lucas is plotting it, he's not scripting it. No. So all the, the screenwriters but, need to do is not contradict the prequels. But do they the don't screenwriters
1: to... feel enough about it well, as again, we that's, do? that's down so, to
0: Kathleen Kennedy and, and Disney being kind yeah. enough with the hiring. But,
1: but uh, Well, put out there, actually, if anyone at Lucasfilm is listening to this podcast, yeah. um, we're available as screenwriters. Yeah, we'll write it. Yeah. We're, we're free in 2013 um, for writing duties, so... Uh, yeah. I'm free now, Yeah. Um,
0: to be honest. yeah, <laughs> I have no qualms about going into work on Monday and saying, boss, I'm off to write Star Wars. Yeah, give it a call. <laughs> um, I <laughs> will quit my job yeah. as well. Um, yeah. Not many franchises I'd say that for, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah. Okay, so you were saying the expanded, expanded universe. Expanded, yes. Talking of expanded universe is, um, in general, not the Star Wars expanded universe, but going beyond the realms of film for a minute. I mean, they've bought the whole... Kitten Caboodle. They have the yeah, everything company. that Lucasfilm so, owned: video Disney games, owns. TV shows, yep. you know, the live-action TV series. Disney owns about five TV studios. Yeah, and they they that make probably series happen, quickly, yeah. don't they? So, the, I mean, fast well, I mean, look at. The first, thing, almost the first thing they did was put the Marvel, <gasps> the Shield show. Of course. So if the Shield show is coming, how oh, far behind is the Star Wars exciting. show?
1: Exciting. Although you know their budget will stretch beyond grey suits and Bluetooth headsets. Well, this is true. This is um, really <laughs> true. But yeah, no. But, hopefully yeah. that means something will start moving. Yeah.
0: And uh, the other thing, sticking with the Marvel connection, is because uh, it's me. is <laughs> <For>, uh, <laughs> so, the Star Wars comics. Uh uh-huh. Have. You know, historically they've gone from the Dark Horse did a few, I think Marvel did a few in the late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. Know, there's been a few different imprints and a few different continuities. There's as many different we talked about what's canon and what's not and there's yeah. as many different comics. But now Disney owns Star Wars, Disney also owns Marvel. They've got this comics giant mm-hmm. just sitting there, you know. So I'm really looking forward to. I don't know if they're planning anything, but Wolverine with
1: lightsaber. Claws, well, not not so much crossovers. Jedi's <laughs> that can
0: teleport. Yeah, crossovers <laughs> would be awesome. But I just think you know they've got a platform to launch a range of you know they could start producing lots of high quality Star Wars comics. Yeah. Tomorrow, really. Yeah. Because they they don't have to build it. You know, they wouldn't. It wouldn't be Lucasfilm purchasing a. Uh, publisher and, and building it from the ground up absolutely there, yeah know, the, and there's the,
1: presumably no legal issues because now a lot of the uh, a lot of the dark horse Star Wars yeah. comics w- were quite good that there was the Tales yeah. of the Jedi which was amazing the one that the uh, Knights of the Old Republic span off from yeah. set thousands of years before Star Wars that was an amazing comic book series yeah. so hopefully um, there won't. They won't write over that. I, yeah, we'll again, talk, the whole, all the talk of retconning we we, and choosing yeah. which universe you want. But I'd like to see more of that rather than. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd,
0: I think ex, expansion rather than anything, or at the very least, again, new stuff that doesn't necessarily contradict, contradict the old stuff. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, yeah, but um, but yeah, I think they've got built in. It's the same. I, I said when they when they took over Marvel, mm-hmm. I was thinking, well, Marvel Animation's going to get a kick up the backside now because you know Disney's history of both television and cinema animation is. Is, Huge, you yeah, know, the absolutely. And sure enough, the last couple of Marvel shows have actually been really good. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. A
1: quick piece of Disney trivia. Um, uh-huh. Disney and Walt Disney, personally, uh-huh. have won more Oscars than any other individual or studio.
0: There
1: you go. Um, so quality, even though you do have this yeah. director catalogue of, of, of quick cash-in sequels, Disney, yeah. historically, um, are unsurpassed in terms of industry recognised quality. Um, so the Oscars are all there, the talent's there, yeah. You know, the, the recent slew of Disney films are, are great, so yeah, fingers crossed. Now I am hard pushed, now that you've mm-hmm. talked about the various different media that they could work yeah. in, um, I'm hard pushed to think of a Disney computer game that I liked. Yeah. I've not played many oh, of them. I've got one... Um, I played wall and that was rubbish. The Incredibles was alright, but not great. Pirates of the Caribbean was terrible. Oh yeah, they sucked. Um, uh, all of them were, even the one yeah. where it basically just give you free reign as, uh, as Johnny Depp. That was dreadful. Yeah. Um, and, and LucasArts haven't really had a, a truly decent Star Wars game for a while. Force Unleashed was very popular, yeah. um, but it wasn't great. No. You compare that to sort of Jedi Knight and and, 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 yeah. and Jedi Outcast. Um, there's not even a, a candle held to them. No. No, they're not as good now as they were. in like um, the Old Republic, I would say. Was yes, okay, fair enough. But that was outsourced to Bioware.
0: Ah, right, and yeah.
1: Lego Star Wars was outsourced to Telltale Games. Yeah. So they're not in-house LucasArts product. Got you, yeah. um, and that's that's what concerns me. Um, is that hopefully LucasArts will be reinvigorated into quality yeah. Star Wars and Indiana Jones games Um and not dragged down to the sort of the Disney cash in tie in level. Yeah. So what's the one good Disney game you well
0: well it goes back nearly twenty years. <laughs> but uh, Lion King on the Mega Drive.
1: Okay, well, Lion King on the Mega Drive is one of the best um, games of all time, yeah. let alone one of the best. Or, uh, or
0: the Genesis, if you're listening to us in the States. Yeah. That's it, yeah. what the Mega Drive was called. The Mega
1: Drive is a much better name than the Genesis, isn't it? I uh, don't know how that happened. Well,
0: yeah, because usually we have the rubbish names for things. Yeah. And the American Avengers one sounds Assemble, really cool. For example, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd take the Mega Drive over the Genesis. Yeah. yeah so Sega Genesis yeah. slash the Mega, Mega Drive. Yeah. yeah. Also the Aladdin game. Yeah. That, that was a couple of years before again, but that was really good. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think it was just
1: obviously the same company that made both because yeah, they had a very similar platformer, um, game mechanic. Yeah. yeah. But no, they were good. Yeah, Lion King was amazing. Yeah. You've you got me thinking nostalgic now. I'm, yeah. I'm getting right back to but, 1993. Do you know what I really loved about that kind of game? In '94, I think.
0: The, yeah, '94, yeah. Um, there's a there's a, a little thing, a tiny little thing in that video game that not enough video games do uh-huh. today. LucasArts Arts or no, um, we've we've gone wildly off topic, but I don't care. Is it was just a, a little thing. The the save points in that game when you when you loaded up a level on the Lion King game, it opened with you know you could see the screen, the first portion of the scrolling bit that you would run mm-hmm. through, and there's always a tree, and on the tree is there's the painting of Simba that Rafiki does. Yeah and then Simba leaps out of the painting. And it's, this, it's this nice little use of something from the film, yeah. an iconic moment from the film, to become a practical element in the game. It's a very
1: artistic and, reference.
0: Yeah, not enough uh, tie-ins do that.
1: huh. You know, it's not the people that made the game watched, yeah. liked, and cared about the film. Yeah, films. exactly. Yeah. The, yeah. You
0: could tell that there was as much enthusiasm put into the game as there was the film. Not yeah. as much money or as widespread an audience, obviously, but uh-huh. the people who made it really knew what they were doing and cared about it. Yeah, And too many tie-ins... Don't do that, you know. They they spend a lot of time getting the the sprite to look exactly like the actor, or you know, or not in the like, case of a lot of games. Yeah, um, but not 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 sort of the character moments or the story moments, yeah. really. That um, yeah, and that's what makes a tie in exciting. You know, you don't, it, it it needs to
1: kind of reference what you love about the film. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. You know? It needs it needs to to link into your emotional response to to the to the film. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, I remember the, the adaptation
0: of Spider Man One. It wasn't a terrible game by any means, but no. the, the the levels that tied in with the film were equated to about 30% of the game, yeah. which they would have to, to you know, knock it out. But I spent so much time running around, and I didn't even look like Tobey Maguire. <laughs> and I'm fighting giant robots, and I'm going, I don't remember this bit in the film. Yeah. And I just kind of got bored and thought I could go and play the non-movie Spider-Man game that came out a couple of years before that was much better. Yeah. So again, if you're going to do a tie-in, you need to... You know,
1: yeah. Um,
0: Which things like Jedi Knight and Jedi Outcast I think did very well. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Jedi Knight and Jedi Outcast. For those who maybe don't remember them or didn't play them or are too young to remember them, were basically they started life as a Doom clone called Dark Forces. Yeah. Which was you basically cast you as this uh, mercenary hired by the rebels to find um, this super robot stormtrooper thing. Which in retrospect they were basically battle droids. Yeah. Um, But but yeah, this the this you play this guy. God, that was
0: like. Pre-retcoring. I know. so <laughs> amazing.
1: Um, so you're walking around this Doom clone. It was better than average. The level design was amazing. When you're walking through a town, it looked like a town. Um, and it had, you know, sort of technology like jumping and ducking and crouching and, you know, levels that, that, that technologically were better than Doom. And then that spawned a sequel called Dark Forces 2 Jedi Knight. Which was the first game I think to let you play as a Jedi, and it was just what being a Jedi should have been. Once you got your lightsaber in level three or four, um, you'd never touch a gun again, or at least I didn't. It was absolutely outstanding, um, and it, it felt like when you watch Star Wars, when you see yeah. Luke on the on the on the Jabba's skiff, yeah. hacking up uh, Jabba's henchmen. That's what this game felt like, um, and that's why the Force unleashed isn't up there with me, because The Force Unleashed is bigger than Star Wars. It's far more extreme. You can do things that you never see in the films, and that's the whole point of being Unleashed. Yeah. But it just wasn't Star Wars. Yeah,
0: I, th- I think The Force Unleashed succeeded very well in what it set out to do, but I'm not sure its mission statement and my mission statement were the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, because I agree, it was... I remember that set piece very early on, um, where there's a ship coming into crash land, and your uh, Star Killer or whatever he's called, yeah. you know, stops it with the force. He puts his hand up, and you, you have to keep thumping B. I think you know, and, yeah. And, and uh, eventually, you stop the thing before it runs we you over. I had it with, for the
1: Nintendo Wii, so you have to pull three muscles before it oh, works. Right. Okay.
0: Before it, uh, ah, yeah. um, And and yeah, the thing is, that, I mean, it looked amazing, but it was this huge, epic set piece, even compared to the prequels. Which of course had these huge epic set pieces compared to the original trilogy, yep. which had these huge epic set pieces compared to anything that had come before. <laughs> yeah. So in a weird, there's a nice evolution there, but it's also again because a, a, we're grumpy old men and we're uh, original trilogy bang our fist on the table. Mm. You know, no, it, it doesn't feel real, and it was too heightened. It was too I was too removed from it because it was so over the top. You know,
1: yeah, um, yeah.
0: And so, so I think the same thing. You know, it's a really cool game, but I didn't feel like I was playing a Star Wars movie.
1: No, absolutely.
0: Um, yeah, I tell you what, Star Wars game I really liked. Um, it got, it got a lukewarm reception, but I enjoyed it for the setting more than anything else. Was the uh, Shadows of the Empire, the Nintendo sixty four one with uh, okay Dash Rendar, Dash Rendar, and one the of my outrider. favorite Star Wars names. Yeah.
1: And yeah, he's a little mini falcon. (laughs) Well, he is. He's Han Solo while Han Solo's in Carbonite. Yeah. That's sort of the whole point of the game.
0: He's a bit like a cross between Han and Boba Fett, I thought. You know, he he kind of... No, no, he's a much gooder guy than... Yeah, he's a gooder guy than Boba Fett, but gooder? (laughs) I'll go back and digitally re-edit it later later on. That's fine, yeah. (laughs) No! (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, but... um, it's, It's like he's Han running around in Boba's duds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's big bulky armor, but yeah, he's.
1: I never really played the game, but I did read the comic, um, and I really appreciated the story. Yeah, set that's in between what I read. Empire and Jedi, and it was just—it's one of the few occasions when you really get a decent expansion to to the films that you know and love. You watch the films after reading it and think, "Ah, oh, right, that character was in it, and oh, I know what's happened to him." And ah, oh, yeah, that's fine, and it ties into the film really yeah. nicely. Um, and uh, yeah, Cudoc Shadows of the Empire. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, the gameplay
0: was. Meh. Nah. You know, it was alright, yeah. but the speeder levels were really cool. Um, I but, hated
1: the speed. I'm saying I never played it. I played like nah. the first level when you're on the speed yeah. bike trying to loop through that eye of the needle. Like, yeah. I, like I could never do that. That's why I didn't play the rest of the game. Yeah. yeah. So when, when I say I didn't play the game, it. I did play the game. Couldn't get past level one. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I got <laughs> upset with the speeder level because I, I really enjoyed it, but it, it wasn't a forest moon. It was Tatooine, <laughs> 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 and I still hadn't had. You know, had had, had we had a, a speeder game from Jedi in, or at least one on on the consoles I was playing at the time, i have uh-huh. been a happy man. But as it was, I was
1: like, well, this is all very well and good, but where's my Return of the Jedi game? Yeah. Okay. Um, my final word on Star Wars and computer games. Okay. The three Star Wars games that I never got to play because I didn't own, a uh, SNES, mm-hmm. Super Nintendo, um, was Super Star oh. Wars, Super Empire, and Super Jedi. Jedi. Why aren't they out for the iPad now? Or, or on GOG.com?
0: Well... Write to Bob Iger at Disney. I will write. I will write <laughs> yeah. to
1: Kathleen Kennedy and Bob yeah. Iger and it's, anyone else that I think will listen and say release those three games because they, they look brilliant when I saw my friends playing them. Yeah. Side-scrolling Star Wars, Star well, Wars meets Sonic. I don't know way you want to put it.
0: Brilliant, brilliant games. I never played Jedi. We um, played the first two. I, I played Empire and I had Star Wars. Uh-huh. That was the one that we owned growing up, um, and it was awesome. Um and uh, the the Jawas every time you on the early Tatooine levels you you killed an alarming amount of Jawas. Uh huh. And every time you took one out they made the they made the tee dee noise and it was <laughs> it used to drive my parents demented. It was every thirty seconds they were hearing tee tee. Um yeah.
1: Yeah. So uh I think, uh, I think is that think so. is there any more to say? No, I don't. I don't think so. real. we need to wait and
0: see what the future holds. I think we've covered um, all the
1: touch points. Yeah. Um, I think this is a, a pretty good time to introduce the rebranding of Malcolm Benji's uh, yeah, uh, podcast. Yeah. Um, we used to be Malcolm Benji's double bill, uh, and the shtick that we had was that we'd review two comparative films and decide yeah. what the best was. Uh, and we're not going to we're not going to sort of deviate from that all the time. Um, that is a good, uh, a good format to run by, but we're, we're changing, um, uh, hosting services because, uh, Google Blogger no longer, uh, is compatible with iTunes. So we're going to change to a different one and we're going to use this excuse to change from Malcolm Benji's double bill to Malcolm Benji's podcast, which will include, you know, our feature presentations, our box sets, our emergency broadcasts. And like today, our world events, uh, yeah. for the, for the world of movies and pop culture and comics and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, there we go. World events, um, Star Wars. Uh, yeah. Lucasfilm becomes property of Disney. Yeah. Um, we've talked about the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. I
1: I do just want to state for the record,
0: so that in 2015 we can see, uh, we know I said it first if it happens. But I'm putting money down now on uh, after the credits of Episode Seven, uh, a force ghost of Mace Windu and an eye patch is going to appear and recruit
1: whoever the hero is for something that's going to happen in this second one. Yeah. Okay, um, and yeah. not not to get the last word in, I'll let you get the last word in, but if in 2015 Star Wars 7 has the word midichlorian once uh, and you don't like swearing, don't listen to the subsequent don't, podcast Yeah, do not,
0: yeah, avoid. That's a very good point, yeah.
1: So, thank you very much for listening. Um, we're going to try and be much more frequent with our podcast from now on. Yeah. But of course, you know, life gets in the way, my baby, you know, your rabbits. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, stay tuned. Okay. Uh, thank you for listening. I don't mean to alarm
0: anybody, but I think we're being followed.